the good, the, good, the, bad, the bad, and, and the, ugly. the ugly. With Terence Pillay. Terence, you arrived just in time to watch me turn into a teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Taylor Swift's new music video and I've just become so... Irma oh I've become God. Irma Gur. I cannot unsee. <laughs> Let me trample myself towards myself. We're talking the blame game. Who is responsible for all the plastic? Because we do every oh, three, four times a year, we do a big beach cleanup normally after the rains. We're always talking about uh, the plastic on the top of the ocean, in yeah. the ocean, the microplastics now, which is an even bigger problem. We're finding it yeah. in all of our food. But... You want to talk about gonna, who do we blame? So let me paint the picture first, right? Yeah. Like last week we commemorated World Environment Day and yes. World Ocean Day. And for one day at least, people were reminded just how important it is to protect our planet. Yes. Um, we all have this idea that we're doing good by recycling. And to be fair, it is a good thing. Mm. Everybody has to try. Separate your plastic from your tin, sure. glass, paper, whatever, regular trash. Reuse whatever it, you can. And put it out in appropriate colored bags. Um, but... Do you ever wonder where all this actually goes to? Mm. A friend sent me a very emotive video that was done by a young mobile journalist called Yusuf Omar. Mm -hmm. And together with a group of young people, they dealt with a hectic spill of plastic of all shapes and sizes mm. um, and kinds on the Durban Golden Mile mm. after the recent heavy rains. The video, which is part of a series called Hashtag Our Stories, shows in graphic detail just how much plastic waste makes its way into our oceans and eventually onto the shoreline as well. And what these young people were doing was calling on businesses to take back their waste. Mm, I uh, remember the video. It was very good. Yeah, they basically called out all the companies that are packaging their products in, in plastic that makes its way into landfills and even worse, our oceans, um, compromising both humans and so animals. So cutting out the middleman. The middleman is the litterer um, yes. next to the rivers or within the, the inland. Yes. Um, but we're saying... You guys that make the plastic going containers. to source. Yes. Yes, 100%. Uh, they also call out big name manufacturers who are making millions of rands by, uh, in profit, but aren't investing any of it mm. in cleaning up the mess, which they are ultimately responsible mm -hmm. um, for. They also say that people often blame informal settlements and townships for plastic pollution that ends up on the beaches. But the reality uh, is that the, the problem is largely due to poor service delivery, lack of education, lack of facilities, lack of adequate ways to put away the rubbish. And the figure they quoted in was something to the tune of 8 million metric tons of plastic that eight ends up in our oceans million every thousand year. tons yearly. Yearly that Shoo. ends up in our oceans. And they called on people to refuse plastic, uh, refuse the plastic, forcing manufacturers now and producers to change. So the big question is who is actually responsible? Yes, communities need to be educated and they need to take responsibility from a dumping of waste point of view. I must tell you, I, I do kind of feel a little bit disheartened when I put out my little bag of plastic um, yeah. and I'm thinking yeah, this will make its dent in the 8 million thousand metric tons of plastic that goes into the ocean. I do feel yeah. disheartened. I try to do my bit, but I'm yeah. like... But every, every bit helps, yeah. right? You know, uh, ultimately, shouldn't we be taking a harder line on the source of the plastic? For example, I think businesses that use plastic packaging and plastic bags should go back to the drawing board and mm. come up with more environmentally friendly alternatives. And government should move a little faster on mm. this legislation that they were putting forward um, that would ban plastic outright, in particular I, I, I plastic shopping I think bags. It, is it Canada or some country has now officially this month banned 
single-use plastics for everything across the board. I, I think yeah. one or two countries have done that now. Yeah. It's the ban across the board. Single-use plastics from um, sachets to plastic bags to yeah. straws uh, to earbuds. Yeah. Everything that is a single-use plastic has been banned. So that is the root, about, I think. We've been talking about that here for yeah. a long time, you know. Um, but there are lots of stores now that don't supply plastic bags or plastic straws yeah. to customers anymore. Trying. And that's a good thing, but they're charging the earth for mm. the alternatives. Mm. At the end of the day, you want me to support your store, then provide me with the biodegradable paper bags yeah. like you did with the plastic bags. And coming up, uh, we're going to talk about ultimately where does this buck stop? Nice. The blame game. In the plastic pollution of our planet. The good, the, good, the, bad, the bad, and, and the, ugly. the ugly. With Terence Pillay. The buck stops where, Terence Pillay, as far as uh, litter is concerned. Certainly plastic litter on our planet. So, and that's what we're asking, right? Ultimately, where does the buck stop? Mm. Is it with the manufacturers of plastic bags and packaging or with retailers? Is or does it, it go it as far as um, uh, leaders of entire countries who claim that, um, that these things are Chinese conspiracies? Where, yes. where does the buck stop? Exactly. Or is it with the individual that uses it and doesn't recycle or discards it in a way that prevents it from ending up in the oceans? Mm -hmm. Or is it with government that doesn't seem to have the backbone to actually take a decision on removing plastic mm -hmm. altogether? So let's look at Kigali, for example. As a city, they've gone completely plastic-free. Oh, wow. um, it's, it's by far the cleanest city in Africa. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you'd... you'd and you know you you see this uh, there's no litter anywhere you remind me again where's litter anyway in rwanda okay whereas here we haven't been nicknamed dirtbin for nothing yeah you know uh the our entire city is an absolute dirtbin mm. the fact is we've become so dependent on plastic now what did we use before yeah glass uh but glass has become so difficult and expensive mm. to manufacture the other day somebody though who works in a manufacturing plant that uses glass told me that in a factory setup if a bottle drops and cracks they have to clear a 10 meter wide radius uh, a 10 meter wide area because of the risk of a shard of glass going into a food product um, and causing damage and, and because it's so high to stop all production and clear a 10 meter area to sort out an issue um, like this has huge cost implications yeah we, we can't, for we the can't negate the convenience um, and the cost of yes. plastic i get that so there are a lot of small businesses now who are making the effort for example um you know if you go into a shop that i know in, in westville uh, you're encouraged to bring your own travel coffee cup mm. and uh, they will sell you their coffee using your own cup uh, they will even give you a discount on your coffee if you if you don't use a disposable coffee cup mm. uh, people often think coffee cups are made of paper and you can recycle them but in many cases they coat them with wax mm. because you don't want them to leak mm. and then it becomes really difficult to delaminate that wax to yeah. recycle them yeah. uh, on the global scene I read an article in the Guardian this week about the US being caught out apparently selling trash um, so because they haven't been recycling properly mm. um, they just sell their trash to poor African countries that then just dump it into their landfill so rather than processing their waste stateside mm. they pay somebody here to dispose it for them mm. um, in terms of recycling 
for me are the right people doing it you have your upper your middle to upper class um, now they all have these different bins with different colored bags and a service like DSW that comes and collects it mm. um, and all is well but if you look at the informal settlements in poor areas mm. where people are more concerned with just getting a roof over their heads sure. um, and who don't necessarily have the same level of collection or formal roads and so on mm. it's far more difficult to get the message of recycling across yeah. to these areas it would be in the interest of these communities though to actually set up a recycling depot so they can process their waste and perhaps at the same time even generate some revenue yeah you know from an environmental impact point of view this is a huge issue but there are other global issues that need awareness as well i think uh we we have spoken about this before as well things like climate change Mm. um the interesting thing for me was I, i that i read um It was about Norway's pension fund, which is one of the largest in the world, Mm. trillions of dollars. And they made a decision not to invest any of this in coal-based energy production companies, Um, except for Shell and BP because of the level of investment that those two companies are making green energy. Um, But uh, they are disinvesting from all other companies that are involved in the burning of coal or fossil fuels for the production of energy. I mean, we still have a long way to go here. Yeah. And hopefully it'll get to a place where they start sanctioning entire countries who aren't uh, compliant. Yes, 100%. But we can start with something as small as recycling and refusing to buy products that are packaged in plastic that will eventually end up polluting our and killing our planet. All right. So we'll, we'll let the, 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 the big players know that we're watching them, we're judging them. Um, but until then, let's just do our home. Uh, our, do whatever we can from home. Yes. All right. You, me, Wendy, we're all in the same WhatsApp group. 100%. Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks, Darren Wall, Carrie Miller, and Sky Shabalala. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m.